Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Right now, though, we're going to speak with Leela Ahir, another UCP leadership candidate and MLA for Chestermere Strathmore. Um, Ms. Ahir, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Hey, Shay, it's nice to chat with you and just just call me Leela, please. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Will do. Um, Now, of course, you're looking to uh, lead the party, so let's get right into it here. Um, This party is divided. We know that. There's no question that there's a lot of, you know, competing viewpoints. Um, What's your vision? For the UCP, um, if you're a leader and you're setting the course, what does this party look like? Well, I think that there's a massive opportunity when you have things like this happen. You have the a beautiful ability to engage with Albertans. We've we've we're a baby party. We're new, and there's obviously going to be things that happen. Um, but this opportunity is a way to earn trust back from people, and I think. When you put the, when you're when you're looking at you you know unity and the divisiveness that has happened, you have only one way to go, and that's up, and that's building from the party. It's building from expanding that party. It's from being in front of people, listening, and really, really being able to engage with folks and and earn their trust back after everything that they've gone through. That is an amazing way to be able to show and reflect what government could look like. You speak about trust and rebuilding trust, and there was an incident that happened, I think it was a week ago, two weeks ago now, that I I saw on Twitter, and I know a lot of people were questioning your trustworthiness, and I just want to walk through this and and get an explanation. Following the Roe v. Wade decision in the U.S., you tweeted out a video statement. Here, here's I'll just play a, a, a brief portion of it. We, as elected officials, must protect women's rights locally, nationally, and internationally. I defend women's reproductive rights, and I am... Here today, standing with every single individual across this beautiful country who has fought for these rights in Canada, for the rights of body autonomy. So that was last week. But Mm -hmm. in 2018, of course, uh, you were one of the UCP MLAs who got up and left the legislature rather than vote either in favor or against um, enshrining safe zones outside of abortion clinics in Alberta. So I'm just wondering, when you talk about trustworthiness, where do you Mm -hmm. stand? I mean, because it seems like that issue changed dramatically over the course of a couple of years. No, no. When you abstain, there is no other way to abstain, Shay, in the legislature other than to walk out. There were many, as you know, in caucuses, we are whipped into having votes one way or the other. My choice was to vote against or to walk out. So instead of voting against, and particularly because it was such a divisive conversation, mm-hmm. it wasn't a con- because <laughs> there's so much more to it than abortion. We're talking about endometriosis. We're talking about IVF. We're talking about rape kits. We're talking about SARS nurses. We're talking about expansion in rural areas none of which was debated in that debate. And I would have loved, loved the opportunity to have been able to debate, but these were my options at that time. The NDP was well aware of that. It's a shame that that divisiveness has been used instead of standing together and actually doing what's right on behalf of the people of Alberta. It has been, uh, I don't even know how to explain it to you, how beautiful it is to be unhandcuffed from ideological politics. 
that, that's an interesting point. So I, I'm wondering then as leader, um, that how would you approach that? It sounds like it was a painful and difficult time for you very, to sort of have to follow painful. the party line. So if you're a mm-hmm. leader, um, do you demand that everybody else in the party follow what you do? Or will they be free to, in the legislature, vote against things that you know your party may think is important? Well, if the party has done its consultation, if we've done the work, there's a lot of opportunity before you get in the legislature to see where things are going to land. I think this is a big part that's been missing is that there's a lack of collaboration, right? So, like, for example, I just passed a piece of legislation for female genital mutilation, and we got unanimous support in the legislature because we worked with the NDP. We worked with our people. We answered a lot of really difficult questions, and it's been five and a half years of work, right? I'm not saying every piece of legislation should take that time, but this was a really sensitive one, and it required a lot of nuanced discussion, similar to the discussion we're having right now about Roe versus Wade, right? Like, we, mm-hmm. th- those require their personal, it's difficult, People have a lot of feelings about those things. And if in a democracy, we have to be able to not only hear people's personal spaces about it, but to be able to debate it in a way that I think is robust and thoughtful so people are heard. And and you have to make a decision one way or the other, obviously. But if you're asking, I, I prefer robust debate, and I would prefer that we had reached I mean, you know, I voted against Billy Duane against my own government. Yes. So I'm not afraid of standing. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Up In particular to things like after time, when you figure out that, the, that there is nefarious things that go on and, and behaviors that are inappropriate, you have a responsibility to do that. And... You know, if I could go back in time and perhaps have even been a stronger person at the time, I think I would have made a different decision. But having said that, even ever since that debate, I've done everything in my power to clarify my position on that just to make sure that people understand. But it's a really fair question. And I think that robust debate is in most important part of what we do in the legislature. At the same time, we require the work that goes into it to make sure that people understand that they have consensus and the questions that we're asking are contributing to that debate. Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, the, the issue that seems to have come to the forefront so far during this campaign, and there will be others, but the one that seemed to attract the most attention is relations with Ottawa. And we've seen some mm-hmm. of your opponents in this race talk about, you know, we're not going to enforce federal laws and we're going to bring in sovereignty acts and all the rest of this stuff. What's your approach on how to handle Ottawa? Have we failed? Do we need to do a better job? And if so, how? 
Well, I wish I had a perfect answer for you, but nothing so far that has happened has worked, right? Like, can you put your finger on a particular situation that has actually been feasible? We've had a few successes. Yeah, Rebecca I mean, Schultz told me last week that she did a great job on the childcare front. So, you know, she said that worked. Well, and I think, too, Rebecca, and to her credit, absolutely, but th- this is like a government thing. It's not a one-person thing, right? right? We work on it collaboratively. There are many ministers at the table that build relationships. That's what you try and do at that point. So if we're talking about building relationships, this is exactly where I agree. That that happened not as a result of fighting, not as a result of anger, not as a result of pushing back or not following laws or not following the rule of law. It happened because there was a government that was in place with that particular deal, particularly the people of Alberta were absolutely adamant about that deal happening. So when you're able to have the, you know, the backing of the people of Alberta, you go into a collaborative discussion and you come out with an excellent end result like that. And it's a very, very good result. She totally deserves kudos for it. But this is the thing is that she had to do the work. She had to collaborate. This is an opportunity where we can learn from that's exactly one of the that's exactly what we should do. And if if there's an opportunity, like one of the things we were thinking about is, for example, to be able to build relationships is to have those regular committees outside of the ministries, right, that can build those relationships and really have some understanding as to the why. And so I, I think that I'm a collaborator. I believe in working together and I believe in asking a lot of questions to figure out what is it that's stopping us from being successful. And, you know, I I think there's a huge opportunity there. Uh, Last one, and then I'll let you go. We are looking at a multi-billion dollar surplus uh, and you would, if you win this, you would be premier and in control of that surplus. And we know that Mm -hmm. Albertans are facing soaring costs of living. How do those two work together? What would be your plan? Well, you know, it's interesting. I was speaking with um, a, lar- a large part of the, um, you know, our ethnic minority communities, which are no longer the minority, actually. They're 52% of our population, which is amazing. And when you speak with folks that are entrepreneurial and working, and a lot of them work in the nonprofit sector and they're working towards building a province, we have a lot of infrastructure that we have available to us to be able to help folks out right away, immediately, without, you know, writing checks or anything like that. Like, we, we need to re-index ACE right away. We need to make sure that that's topped up. We need to work with seniors who are on fixed incomes right now in particular because a lot of them, I'm sure you heard um, on the um, My Premier, My Province, there was that one fellow who called in who was saying that, you know, he had never he had never taken a red cent from the province and he was in his 80s and he was trying to decide whether he could stay in his house or pay his bills. You know, we have the opportunity to look at child care and uh, the child tax benefit, and so many other pieces of infrastructure, I think that would be very, very helpful to families immediately. And so we're looking at those options because it's more, it's more than just writing a check right now. We have to look at the sustainability because, Shay, what if this is our last oil boom? Right, sure. We have to put, you know, a good government, a fiscal government will put some of that away, make sure that the folks that are putting it away, being us, can't access it. So that it's there for when it's needed in crisis. You saw in the United States, there looks like there could be potentially another wave of COVID heading our way. There's so many things to assume that this boon that we have right now is just going to keep coming. Um, I think lacks the commitment to what fiscal responsibility is. We have to take a really, and quite frankly, I work for you. I'm simply a steward of taxpayer dollars. I need to ask and I need to find out what Albertans want to do. 
Uh, Leela, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. 